Yummy, 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 I want food in my tummy. Woohoo! <laughs> that's what I always think when I come into the kitchen because that's what happens in the kitchen, food. But isn't it interesting that we have, well, we live in a world now where a lot of people have opinions about food and particularly good foods and bad foods. Don't eat that, it's bad for you. You should eat this, it's good for you. Have we ever considered what happens if we yell and scream at somebody, not just tell them what to do, but yell at them about what they should eat or what they shouldn't eat? Now, whether that's a small child or an adult, uh, what happens to somebody's psychology if we start telling them what to eat and uh, inf inflicting, I'll use that word on purpose, uh, our opinion on people? What other people eat? Is that any of my business? And what I eat, is that any of anybody else's business? I'm sure you enjoy certain foods and there's certain foods that you don't like. Imagine if you're eating something that you really enjoy and somebody comes up to you and says, don't eat it, that is bad for you. And they destroy the mood of your yummy dinner or your yummy meal or your yummy snack or the thing that you're enjoying at the moment. I think that's a bit rude. What do you reckon? So why do we ever think it's okay to tell people what to eat? Why do we ever think it's okay to have an opinion about other people's eating habits? And perhaps if you're an exercise professional or a dietitian, a nutritionist, a naturopath, a parent, a teacher, uh, if you are responsible for helping people with their eating habits, uh, it might be, well, it might feel very comfortable to tell people what they should and shouldn't eat. But uh, this is my... I always put my hands like this because of my begging position. I've worked my entire career as an exercise professional, predominantly with people that have a very poor relationship with food. And as I always share, that comes in lots of different ways. It might be that they binge eat. It might be that they overeat. It might be that they uh, don't want to eat. So we have anorexics, bulimics, exercise bulimics. We have obesity. We have morbid obesity. We have people who just don't either don't like to eat food or they want to eat enormous amounts of food and food is affecting their health mentally and physically and I've invested a very large part of my learning experience and I've been on the planet a very long time and my driving force my entire life has been to help people to be healthy fit and strong mentally and physically and it makes me really sad how many people have had their lives screwed up their mental health screwed up because of food now they get to do that, I get that. Food is a choice and what other people say, it doesn't have to affect us. But could it, and is it possible that for some people, what we say to them about food could have a very negative effect or wouldn't it be great if it had a positive effect? Or why should we have an effect at all except to listen and care and want to add value rather than devalue somebody's life. And is it possible that if we tell somebody not to eat something that they really like, it will take value out of their life rather than put value into it? And even if you think that a food is bad, is it possible there's another expert in the world that thinks that that food is good? Uh, there are a lot of people who have very strong opinions about carbohydrate, protein, water, sugar, nutrition, supplementation, chocolate, chocolate, bad food, beer, bad food. But for some people, having a beer at the end of the day is the ultimate wow experience. And for some people, chocolate is the ultimate wow experience. What right have I got to say, don't eat chocolate, it's bad for you, don't drink alcohol, it's bad for you. And I grew up in an environment where alcohol wasn't just bad. If you drank alcohol, you weren't going to heaven. The same thing happened to me with uh, uh, 
artificial sweetener, which comes in a lot of soft drinks, of course. Uh, artificial sweetener that you put in your coffee. Uh, I was screamed at by an allied health professional. Uh, absolutely, this person just went ballistic on why would I put such poisonous stuff into my body because artificial sweetener is really bad for you. Uh, and that is a very strong opinion and she has every right to have that opinion. But there was not, Rowie, why do you have sugar, uh, artificial sweetener instead of sugar in your coffee or why, why not have no sugar at all? Why do you drink soft drink with artificial sweetener in it. There was no, uh, tell me about you, what do you like, what don't you like, why do you do the things that you do, get to know me first. It was just a screaming at me. Uh, <laughs> another interesting example, and I use this all the time, a lady was having a beautiful big bowl of, and I, I presume it was coffee, but it was, this, it was the middle of winter in New Zealand, and it was literally a bowl of hot yumminess. Uh, and her, she had just had an, an exercise session with a personal trainer and the coffee that she was drinking was at the gym. And the personal trainer came out into the coffee shop, saw that her client was drinking whatever it was that she was drinking. And that now she doesn't know what was in there. It could have been a cup of green tea for all she knew. Uh, but that she had this big bowl and she screamed at this woman in front of everybody. That's an enormous cup of coffee. You've just had a training session with me. You shouldn't be drinking coffee. Do you know how many calories there are in there? <sighs> that woman would either never drink coffee again or whatever she was drinking. Uh, she'll feel guilty if she does. She may drink copious amounts of because she says, well, stuff for you, I'm just gonna drink whatever I want because I'm not listening to somebody that screams at me like, I'm a, or like they are a crazy person. Uh, and the whole headspace becomes very ordinary. So I'm asking very personally and very res respectfully, whatever you eat, you get to choose that. Other people, shouldn't we give them the right to choose what they want to eat? And if we're going to give advice about food, couldn't it be, or wouldn't it be nice if it was general rather than specific to one person? Even if you think a food is really bad, maybe make it a general statement. In my opinion, I think this food is bad. Not, don't eat that food, is bad for you. And make the person feel bad, particularly if they're in with other people. Should we be very careful about the way we talk about things that can affect people's mental health? And I know that that in itself is a very controversial topic. But I don't want to affect the way somebody's feeling. And if somebody's enjoying a beer at the end of the day, I don't want to take away that enjoyment. If somebody's enjoying a piece of chocolate, and I always ask that question, uh, for me, chocolate should be an orgasm for your mouth. Yummy. This is so good. Uh, and if you're feeling guilty about eating it, and that's the other really interesting thing, a lot of people eat food that they think is bad. They eat it anyway, but they don't enjoy it. Are you enjoying that chocolate? No, it's bad for me. I shouldn't be eating it. Then, then where is the enjoyment? And here's the really important question for this. Your endocrine system, your hormonal system, the emotions that that produces... Uh, if you feel guilty or if you feel stressed or if, if you feel angry, they are not positive emotions. Now, if you go sprint or if you go punch a bag or if you go uh, lift something heavy and disperse that stress, first of all, you probably won't want to eat anyway because you, you, your body feels fantastic and very unlikely to be hungry the minute that you've just done a high intense burst of activity. Uh, but when you've got a, a healthy, fit, strong body and your endocrine system is working effectively, your body burns up everything that you put into it for a start. That's really awesome. 
but to create stress for people, to create guilt for people, to create negative emotions, and if they're not the person that's going to go out and punch the bag or lift something heavy, is it possible now that they will go into a downward spiral and they will feel depressed or angry or or anxious? Or And when your body's full of guilt, I shouldn't have eaten this, it's bad for me, so now I feel guilty. Now I've got a negative emotion in my body. How can I positive, po- possibly feel positive? And that's all I'm asking. Before we find some responsible need to tell people what to eat, don't eat that, it's bad for you. We should be eating this, it's good for you. I've got one more funny story. Uh, came in was he was eating I think fruit salad and he was in a coffee shop and somebody came up to him and screamed at him literally crazy person it felt like don't eat bananas with a skin like yours you shouldn't be eating bananas now came in is a Irishman um, who was born in New Guinea so with pale white skin and he grew up in a country where it's stinking hot every day and the sun burns your skin so K-Man's had some interesting challenges with his skin, of course, because back then there wasn't there wasn't too much information about anything. It was just he was a kid and he went out in the sun. So he has had some skin challenges. Uh, and this person obviously thought they had a solution for his skin, and that solution was not to eat bananas. Uh, he was brought up in New Guinea where he ate a lot of bananas. He is a very healthy, fit, strong human being. Yes, he's had some challenges with his skin, but we're not quite sure it was the bananas that caused that challenge. And I'm not sure that person knows that's the case either. And even if it is, let's just say that bananas are the worst thing to eat for for somebody with pale white skin. Uh, I'd like to read the science on that. But let's say that's true. What kind of relationship are you going to build with somebody if you just walk up to a complete stranger and say, don't eat that, it's bad for you? Is it possible if we do that to our kids that there's a very quick connection between if I'm a bad if I eat bad food I become a bad person and often with kids the bad food we tell them it's bad food but it's the food that they want so then they eat it and then there's this connection they make the connection I must be a bad person because I ate a bad food and then we have that downward spiral and most of the people that I've talked to about their poor relationship with food their poor relationship with themselves because of food anorexics, bulimics, uh, exercise bulimics, binge eaters, people who overeat on a regular basis who then become obese and morbidly obese, those kind of things where where your weight and food is affecting your health, both physical and mental, they have all shared with me, most of them have shared with me that that relationship with food started with something about guilt, something about stress, something about control, something about somebody else trying to control what they ate. So perhaps we don't do that. Perhaps we enjoy all of our food. Wouldn't that be a great idea? Eat when you're hungry, stop eating when you're full, enjoy your food and make food a wow experience in life rather rather than one that causes stress or guilt or anxiousness or or any other challenge. Why should food cause a challenge? It should just be a yummy experience so that when you come into the kitchen, you can sing like I do. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I want food in my tummy. I love chocolate. Yummy.